Have you ever made out in a movie theater? Mm, no. I don't think I have, actually. Because really? I didn't really have a youth. Well, a sexual Oh, youth. that's true. I'm still in it. You know what I mean? Like, I wasn't, like, going to the movie theaters in high school making out with um, anyone. I've only done it once. I was, like, 17. I had some friends that would do it all the time, but I don't know why. There's other places to go. Yes, yeah, like a Beetlejuice local production. Who would do that? I don't know. I think the drag queen, maybe. Oh, no. Not actually. It was Lauren Bilbert. Yes. Uh, famous for her love of family values. She's just the gift that keeps on giving. Yes, the gift that keeps on giving hand jobs. <laughs> <laughs> so I think everyone at this point has heard that she's getting divorced or they're separated. Oh, I forgot her about and, that. Um, yeah, what's his name? Jason? I think oh, it's Jason, but it's spelled stupid. I know that much. He's the guy that like pulled his dick out in a bowling alley and like showed some underage girls. Yeah, which is why I feel like I don't know why they're getting divorced. They seem to be meant for each other. I know. And they, they got together when she was possibly also underage. Also, I just found out she's a grandmother. I don't know if I can confirm this, but I heard that she's no, a grandmother. No, it is. It's true. It's okay, true. What she's 37 so, and she's a grandmother or 36, 38. I don't know. Well, she had her first kid when she was super Yeah, very young, young. Which, was like, which I don't shame, but I think which, it's just which is hilarious. Fine. And then one of her, her children, one of her sons, she only has sons as far as I know, one of her of sons uh, got his girlfriend pregnant. Again, that's okay. It's not that the thing itself is bad. It's It's that she's a fucking hypocrite. For always going on about family values and how leftism or communism or whatever the fuck she wants to call it that day is destroying the family unit. And here she is in the theater on security camera, just absolutely making out with this guy. I, I guess it's her new boyfriend. And he's just fucking pawing at her tit. Yeah, I don't know if it's her her boyfriend or not. I don't know if you saw this, but he um, apparently co-owns a bar. That has a drag night. Fascinating. <laughs> and she seems to be okay with it? I guess. That dick must be great. He's hosted a number of gay-friendly events, including a Winter Wonderland burlesque and drag show, despite Bilbert making a name for herself as one of the most conservative members of Congress and a staunch critic of drag entertainment. Yeah. I mean, it's all very childish, right? Her making out in a theater like that, the way she deflects in public. I mean, a lot of politicians do it, but she does it in a particularly childlike way. She also is like, not that she's a child, but she is young in terms of politics. Like she's only 36 and she has no real experience beyond jumping into what she just jumped into recently. So it's not shocking that she would act. But then Marjorie Taylor Greene acts the same fucking way. And she's in her 50s, I think, or late 40s. So I think it's just the type of person that they are, which will probably be me when I'm 52. So whatever. But not giving hand jobs in regional um, performances of Beetlejuice, but being an immature piece of shit. I would not say that I would be surprised if you did that in your 50s. I've never done... Yeah, no. I think the time has passed, hopefully. And by past, I mean seeing Beetlejuice regionally. I would never do that. <laughs> like, that's not my choice. But yeah, she's the worst. And there's not much else to say about her, except it's pretty hilarious. This is going to keep happening to her, I bet you. She acted like an idiot in public, but like, it's not illegal. It's not hurting anybody. She's just dumb so it shouldn't be that big of a deal but people are gonna make it a big deal because she's a hypocrite i don't know i do think it should be a big deal but it's just equally as incredible because what she talks about all the time is literally that and she was at a children's play yeah a play where there might be children present and that's always the big thing with them and drag queen story hour or even just drag shows in general right. it's like even if it's not explicitly for children the event they're like well what if a child is nearby right. and sees exactly she was vaping and there was a child in someone's stomach in front of her. So how about that? 
Anyway, I can't talk about this bitch anymore. I like how you put that. I can't talk <laughs> about someone's stomach. Yeah, there was a baby there, present. They love those babies more than anything, the ones that aren't even alive. Well, I think this is a good segue into the fact that we just talked about a headline from the week, and that's what we're going to do this week. We're going to throw it back to what we used to do in our earlier years and talk about the headlines. So this is, I guess, the hellscape, basically just the hellscape of this week. <laughs> So speaking about problems this country faces, let's talk about our unsecured Mexican border. This is something that everybody is all up in arms about again because we're headed to another election season. And if you remember, every election cycle, so basically every two years, there's some big caravan people from South America traveling to cross the border and into the United States, supposedly. Some of these are, are real. Some of them are more made up than anything else, but they always just sort of like fizzle out and disappear once we get closer and past an election date. Um, and suddenly nobody cares anymore. So stuff like that is going on, but I want to talk about a much scarier type of alien. Aliens were displayed just a couple of days ago before the Mexican Congress by a Mexican journalist by the name of Jose Hami Massan. And he was kidding. <laughs> We don't call Mexicans aliens on this podcast only when we're not recording. I'm just kidding. So this guy has done this before. He's found these kind of mummified beings uh, back in 2017 near the Nazca lines in southern Peru. And he's tried to present these in some other ways. People have not taken him seriously up to this point. Obviously, this was never like international news before. But I think just because it was only two months ago that uh, our own Congress had an inquiry into non-human entities that a uh, quote-unquote whistleblower says that the government possesses and is covering up. Um, maybe that's why this became international news. So this guy, Masson, he seems to be a true believer, although a lot of uh, experts that have seen the bodies or examined them believe them to be made out of what is basically paper mache So glue and paper and with bits of animal parts mixed in to create these little elongated, misshapen figures. Hassan said about his crusade to bring awareness to the findings, it is the most important thing that has happened to humanity. <laughs> I believe that this phenomenon is the only one that gives the opportunity to unite, he added. That's a very nice sentiment, but at the same time, this guy has to know that these are fake and, and very likely he may have made them. He claims that he got them from a different source and he won't reveal the source. And he also claims that he has had them scientifically tested uh, for DNA um, and other markers that they might be from an earthly origin. And he claims that those tests have proven that they are of an otherworldly origin and they're not like anything found on Earth. But it's a little bit unclear to me. Uh, he's claimed that those tests were actually done on another supposed alien mummy that he has, not the two that he's been presenting. And he also won't um, actually give anybody these results. So it all seems a little bit sus, but I really want to believe because these things are the funniest thing I have seen in months. And the memes have just been incredible. First off, I'd like to say I'm going to Mexico on Saturday. So I'm going to investigate this on my own. 
I mean, that's what I'm going to do with my 10 days while I'm in Mexico City. I'm going to find these aliens. I really hope you get to see these. <laughs> and I'm going to find the caravan Donald Trump's been talking about for seven years. But no, this is, I don't even think I've dived deep enough into this com- into this topic because I just saw the image before I even knew what this was about. And I decided to not invest my energy into it because this image is insane. Like absolutely insane. It's very, very obviously totally fake. It is hilarious. I mean, even if like, <laughs> like I also don't think aliens would mummify. I mean, really, you know, I feel like aliens are better than that. They don't like get, they don't mummify. Like I feel like they just don't really die. Do you think this is they're like jealous of of our alien discoveries, so they wanted to have their own? Well, see, what's interesting is is this guy seems to be a private citizen who's doing this, and and he's not part of the government or anything. And he presented it to the Mexican Congress. So it could very well be that the Congress itself wanted to do this because the U.S. had already done it. Yeah. But what I think is more likely is is this man himself saw an opportunity and just took advantage of the situation. I'm obsessed. He calls himself a UF or a, well, it's a UFOologist, but a ufologist, I guess, is what they're calling it. An ufologist? I mean, it says U-F-O-L-O-G-I-S-T. So a ufologist. Well, I guess he's like a UFOologist. <laughs> even UFOs are getting woke. I don't even know what to call them anymore because we don't call them UFOs. They're UAPs. Or... I actually, listen, <laughs> I fully, I, I believe in UFOs, so I really do. I'm not going to knock the UFO, UFOlogists, <laughs> but this man is insane. Clearly. And did he like, I want to know what he made. Can't we just easily, I mean, I don't know if, have they tested these? Can you just easily test like what this are made of? Because clearly made of something. He claims that he has had his own experts analyze and test these things, which again, like I don't think anyone has seen the actual hard raw data from those tests. We just have to take his word for it. He's not just letting anyone see these things. So I'm sure if you were to just take a saw to them and cut them open, you would see it's basically paper mache. Just a big pile of paper. It's, it's mache. paper mache. <laughs> they're kind of cute. I'm looking at them now. Their face is kind of cute. Like, 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 like not hot, cute, like cute, like little cute aliens. Maybe I'll order it one. I'm going to send what may be my favorite meme from this to our group chat. I want to see your reactions. Oh, my God. My favorite is the SpongeBob one. Do you know I'm talking about the SpongeBob one, though? I don't think I've seen that one. It's like, you know that SpongeBob character? It's like a worm in a wheelchair. Maggie definitely has. Oh, yeah. I did see that one. I did see that one. I don't know. Um, That's what these look like. Okay. He sent me a flashlight, if anyone is interested, with the (laughs) face of the alien on it. And it's still kind of cute. It's still kind of cute. Maggie is absolutely aghast. Flashlights scare me. That's a whole other topic. I've never used a flashlight because they scare me. Though I don't know if most people have used flashlights. I don't think it's a common... I mean, it's probably a common thing in the gay world, but... I have never been so afraid of a photo in my whole life. I'm going to say I have a flashlight. Is this the flashlight you own? Like this one? Like the gold... With the alien face? Yeah. Well, is the alien face like a bonus package? Like a limited edition situation? Have you ever seen that, like the the cast a willy? You cast your penile extremity and then what? turn it into a dildo oh, yeah. for a that. lover. You would do that. I don't know. I, yeah. I I don't know if you can do that with fleshlights, but you I don't know if I'd want to see my penis off my body. Like in, then I feel like I would be like, wow, it is actually small. Because <laughs> <laughs> from the angle I see it now, I'm like okay with it. But if I saw it just like out there, I'd be like, mm, I don't know. And now we're talking about UAPs, unidentified aerial penises. Areola penises. I miss Erica. Oh, please. Just so the listeners are aware, Erica decided to leave us and go to Japan. We don't know if she'll ever come back. 
Uh, we don't know if she wants to come back, but this is what you get this week. I'm surprised the Japanese have not found any aliens. Well, maybe Erica is that to them. I think that they're keeping them hidden. I think that maybe the Fukushima disaster was a cover <laughs> for an escaped alien. I believe not. Haven't you ever seen the documentary uh, Godzilla? <laughs> Uh, I don't think I've ever seen Godzilla. I've never seen Godzilla. There's like there's like a hundred of them. of them. I don't think I've ever seen any of them. Yeah, the old ones are so terrible, but in a very fun way that you just kind of enjoy watching it. Kind of like our President Biden, although it's way scarier because he's actually in charge of things. So uh, maybe we should talk about that impeachment. Uh, I'm already over this. Like I'm, I don't, I, I, I don't want to talk about it, but we're going to talk about it because it's a topic that we chose. But for those that don't know, um, President Biden is currently being investigated for an impeachment. Um, I don't. Has this happened yet so far since he's been in? Yeah, right. It happened once. Then they, then they invest. Some, someone put an investigation in. I, I mean, they've been trying to like do impeachment proceedings. But there was another big one. I feel the thing is, is like it's it, it's a multi step process. Right. So it's not like. I don't know. The headlines kind of make people think they see the word impeachment and they think, oh, he's been impeached. That's not the case. They're opening right. an inquiry right. to find any kind of wrongdoing that they could then turn into an impeachment trial. We talked about earlier, Lauren Bobert, Bo- Bobert. <laughs> Bobert and Marjorie Taylor Greene have both independently okay, yeah. introduced articles of impeachment, but they just basically – put together bulleted lists of the various nonsense headlines that are out there in the right-wing media sphere. All that to say is I don't know if they've actually made it this far before or if this is the first time that, like, yes, we're going to kick off an inquiry, a an actual inquiry. So it's from look into Kevin McCarthy is the one who started this inquiry into President Biden on basically no grounds. Um, and with I don't think so far as of us recording right now, no evidence. Um, I'm sure there won't be by the time this comes out either. I mean, I think it's a distraction from how many um, criminal charges is Donald Trump facing? 90-something, I believe. 80-something, 90 Oh, there we go. 91 (laughs) 91, um, criminal charges. So maybe this is a distraction from that, possibly. Just a thought. Yeah, and and originally when I was putting together what we were going to talk about today, I had a check-in on Trump listed, but we ended up deciding not to do that because... He's kind of in a bit of a dead zone right now. All these charges have been filed. Um, he has court dates set up. And now we're just kind of waiting for these proceedings to really get underway. So there really isn't a ton of Trump news. I mean, he's he's had some interviews and he's gone on TV and, and said a bunch of silly shit on TV and a bunch of silly shit online. But he's just basically reacting to everything else that's going on in the world. And he, he isn't doing anything new. Maybe he, Donald Trump, paid... Lauren Bobert to do what she did this week. So it could be another distraction. <laughs> Possibly. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I agree with you that I think that they decided to finally pull the trigger because the establishment Republican Party really didn't want the distraction and the noise from Lauren Bobert and MTG <laughs> when they were presenting their articles of impeachment. Not, not only because I think theirs were silly, but it just didn't make sense politically and strategically for the Republican Party at that time. I mean, they were trying to do it like from the second he took office, and it just became this sort of running joke. They keep trying to make this happen, right. and it's not happening. So now I think it is the right time. 
they can cause this alternate story in the media that is the mirror image of what's going on with Trump. Yeah. Trump has actually been charged with- And impeached twice. And impeached twice. And now it's their opportunity to create a new story that's similar to that. I mean, this is what's going to happen now all the time. I mean, we knew this was going to happen. I'm not saying he shouldn't have been impeached. It was yes. rightfully happened. But every time now there's someone in office, at least, hope, I mean, hopefully Democrats don't do this when there's a Republican in. But every time a Democrat's in, this is now going to be what they're going to try and do this because they think what happened to Trump was bullshit. So they want to do bullshit impeachments just every fucking month to the Democrat yeah. that's going to be in. So I see that being like the new way of of distraction from the other side. But I will say. You say you wanted to, but didn't want to check in on Trump. I have not until the, yesterday checked in on Trump's Instagram because it came back. I don't know if everyone knows that his Instagram has been reinstated. And I believe his Twitter was reinstated or his ex. But has anyone looked at his feed? I want you guys to go look at his feed. All of these were posted on the same day. It's just like clips from the same like presser that he did or video that he did. And it's wild. Like that's his feed right now. <laughs> Just clip after clip after it's clip. Just pictures of him, All and then he the did same. it again, and that's a red tie. And then the day before, he posted one with Tim in a blue tie. Obsessed. Well, this is what I'm saying. There really isn't that much going on in his world. So they're trying to generate all that content from just a few things because they can't not generate the content. The other reason that this is happening now is because Hunter Biden yes. is embroiled in his own court cases. He's had gun charges leveled against him. That's the most recent. Um, and then there's tax fraud and uh, a couple other things that are finance related like that. He got this really unusually good plea deal for a lot of financial charges. People found out about or very unhappy about, rightfully so. Um, and now the thing that's sticking is gun charges. Hunter's suing the IRS now, too, that came out today. Yeah, because of the tax fraud charges. Yeah. Hunter Biden is neither here nor there for me. I think he's iconic. <laughs> I mean, I'm obsessed. he's certainly up to some no, shit. He is, he's certainly he up to is, some shit. He is not it. But he's, he's, he is, you know, I can come from an empathetic place for these people. That he is dealing with mental health problems, clearly, and drug addiction problems his whole life. And I can argue that so is Donald Trump Jr. is dealing with mental health and drug addiction issues his entire life. But what makes me laugh is whenever anyone would comment or attack or proposition anything toward the children of Trump, the kids would always be like, it's not why is this is not about us, it's about our father. Mind you, they were working in his administration too. Hunter Biden is not. And all they do and all that Donald Trump Jr. does is constantly come for Biden's son when he was in office and when he wasn't in office. So it's kind of hilarious, the double standard yet again, that they too have drug problems that have been clearly explained, I mean, shown and exploited, but they pivot and just talk about um, Hunter Biden all the time. Yeah, I agree. I saw a tweet on Twitter that was like some idiot fucking Republican. It was saying that the, that the reason Trump, I can't speak right now, the reason Biden is being inquired for impeachment is because of Hunter, which is makes no sense. It's not even true. But they're just taking the two together and putting them together because to the general public that doesn't know anything, they believe that that's why. So they blame, oh, that makes sense to impeach a president because of his son doing X, Y, Z. Ever since the beginning, Trump's kids have been involved with his campaign. They were involved in his presidency. So that's the thing with Hunter. To me, he's just another fail son and a long list of fail sons from politicians. And that's not a gender term. I'm including the failed daughters like Ivanka in there as well. When Joe Biden was still vice president, Hunter Biden was added to the board of Burisma in Ukraine. People advised him, don't do this. But Hunter Biden is still an adult and can make his own decisions. Joe Biden can't force him to not do that. And, and maybe we should make that illegal. 
being able to prove that Joe Biden was involved with his son's dealings in companies overseas is going to be a huge, huge stretch. I think if they can prove it, then they should impeach him. But they really need to prove it. And all they have right now is emails of Hunter Biden clearly using his father's name as sort of a weapon against his business partners. But there's no evidence that Joe Biden was actually following through on that. So Hunter Biden, who clearly has mental health issues, drug addiction issues, he's clearly not somebody who's like in the best state of mind or who's fully in control of everything in their life. So him writing an email and implying that his father is going to weigh in on this issue, it's really tough to tell if that's true or not. Remember when Tucker Carlson asked Hunter Biden to help get his kids into college? I just remembered that. Isn't that hilarious? I feel that wasn't talked about enough. Wow, that's a great memory. Well, I hope Joe Biden doesn't get impeached. Unless he actually did the thing that they say he did. I'm fully behind the idea that Hunter Biden should not be out there doing business deals with his father's name. It should be illegal for Hunter Biden to do that. That just exposes yet another loophole in how our government works that you can do this. You know, all that money that Hunter Biden made, apparently spent it fast. I wonder if he spent it on avocado toast. Is that a stripper name? Because yes. No, but you do remember (laughs) in the about seven, eight, maybe six, five, I don't know, a few years ago when people were blaming millennials for still and back then not for not being able to afford rent or to buy a home because they were buying too much avocado toast in the morning. I do remember that. And it's kind of passed into the cultural zeitgeist is like this meme that we all know. Well, I had avocado toast once, actually, I think, like properly. I'm not a huge avocado person. That's kind of interesting that you're not a huge avocado person. I like guacamole, so I guess I am, but I don't really go like make avocado stuff other than guacamole. Guacamole is avocados, right? Yeah. Yes, Kirk. <laughs> Christ, for a second I was like, shit. The millennials I know, my friends, we're not going out and buying tons of avocado toast. I don't think anybody ever did that. It was just kind of a trend that got big with influencers on social media. Andrew, why don't you tell us where that came from? This guy, Tim Gurner, is an Australian multimillionaire real estate investor, which is one of the most evil types of person. As soon as you hear real estate investor, run. Because either they're scamming you or they are aiding and abetting the extremely high prices throughout the U.S. housing market. And this is related to all the union action that's happening in many different industries. So this guy recently went on TV and said, we need to see pain in the economy. There's a systematic change where employees feel the employer is extremely lucky to have them. We need to remind people they work for the employer not the other way around. This is just fucking insane. Basically, everything goes back to worker rights. And all workers are there to do in this capitalist system is generate profits for very few capitalists who own all the means of production. They own the businesses. The true value that the company is bringing in from the product that the workers are producing is not passed on to the workers. It's passed on primarily to management, CEOs, board members, investors, and not the actual workers themselves who are often paid much, much less. Workers' salary is single-digit percentages of the final product. 
and increasing that salary to the level that people are asking for, which isn't crazy, doesn't increase the labor cost much. I want everyone to Google this man and look at pictures of his forehead because his forehead is massive. Like I have never seen a forehead that looks like this in my life. He could land his private jet on that thing. I have a decently sized forehead. This man has a huge fucking forehead. Like I can't, I can't stop looking at it. I mean, if we really want evidence of aliens, this man looks like an alien in a he human looks like suit. He smells. I'm getting mad at oh, this yeah, man. Oh yeah, he does. He's really bad at hot takes. Like the millennial I'm looking at, but he has, he has said other crazy shit too. I wonder what his employees think of him. Cause he runs this Gurner group. Maybe he should let go of his employees. If he wants to get unemployment and see how his company does. He has since apologized. He said his comments were deeply insensitive to employees, tradespeople, and families across Australia. I mean, why not add in the world there? Who are affected by cost of living pressures and job losses. Mr. Gurner added that he appreciated that the loss of a job has a profound impact on workers. And I sincerely regret that my words did not convey <laughs> empathy towards those in that situation. This coming from an article in the BBC. Look, he meant what he said, every word of it, when he originally said it. You can try to backtrack now, but that's something that's so, frankly, insane, especially from somebody who needs workers to generate him his insane yeah. income. Yeah. We know he meant it, and now he's just trying to get out of it. No one should buy it. This man sucks. I have nothing to say about him anymore. <laughs> but we should talk about while we're here is the unions and everything going on, and you already mentioned a lot of it. It is not an easy thing. No. You don't know if you're going to be able to come back to a job. You certainly hope so. And that's the goal of the strike and the goal of the union leadership is to make sure everybody's coming back to a job. Right. But you're not making money right now. You hope that you're going to be making more money, but there's a possibility you won't be. So it, it is something that takes courage. It is a sacrifice. And I just want to acknowledge that. Yeah. You know who's someone that should strike forever? Tucker Carlson. Yes. Even though he doesn't really have a job right now. Well, I guess he's self-employed. I don't know. I think it's kind of funny that he jumped to Twitter and it became X and it's a big joke. I don't know where he streams his stuff now. Where is, is it still on Twitter? Like his show? Yeah, it's on Twitter. It's like an official Twitter show. Well, he recently on Twitter has decided to invite Barack Obama's... <laughs> I can't even say it's a straight face. President Obama's... Gay lover. This man came onto Tucker Carlson's show. I'm using air quotes, but I'm not because I don't have my hands are being used right now. Not being used, but you know what I mean. Um, air quotes <laughs> for show. Before we jump into this, I would like to preface. I've never like found Barack Obama attractive or like have like a serious like infatuation sexually for him. Now that these rumors have come out that he could have been gay from Tucker Carlson, I would like to thank him because now I'm kind of into Barack Obama with to, to think that he might possibly be gay. Does it change things for you, Andrew? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing for my sexuality, but I'm aghast that a US president would suck a dick. No, I'm not. Listen, like <laughs> this is this is what's so fucking stupid about this is None of this is true. Clearly no, none no, of this no, no, is no. true. The man who leveled these accusations, Larry Sinclair, he's been at this for years. And again, mental health, drug addiction, they're all factors in Larry Sinclair's story. We don't want to diminish the impact mental health and drug addiction can have on a person. 
But Larry Sinclair is fucking out of his goddamn mind. There is no way that this is true at all. Well, he's claiming that he did crack cocaine and had sex with Barack Obama in 1999. Um, if Obama was to choose a white man to have sex with, I don't think it's this guy, quite honestly. So that's right now why I don't believe it. But... This all comes from, um, I think, a week or two prior to that. I don't think this got as much attention, but I did see it before, maybe because I have Google notifications on now for Obama and gay. But um, there was a situation where I guess a letter came out from an ex before he got married, an ex-Obama lover, um, that he wrote a letter to. And in the letter, which this might be true, but this doesn't mean he's gay. This just might be true. Also, it doesn't fucking matter if Barack Obama is gay or bisexual or was into men at some point. Like, I don't know what the goal of that would be. Like, he's not running for election because he can't because he's already been president twice. I don't know what this is supposed to do for politics and for Democrats and for Republicans. But um, the letter that had come out, it said that he had been thinking on his mind that he had been thinking about making love to men daily, but in his imagination, according to a redacted portion of a 1982 letter obtained by the New York Post. Again, might not be an accurate thing, but even if it was, I think he goes on the letter to say, like, it's just these thoughts, but he doesn't, I don't know. It's not like he's sitting there saying I'm gay or I've hooked up with a man or I want to hook up with a guy. But again, what is the purpose of this? Like most people that follow Barack Obama or have love for the Obamas probably wouldn't care if he was gay at some point or if he had an attraction to men when he was younger or if he explored his sexuality. Yeah. I, who who cares? Barack Obama sucking a dick or having his dick sucked <sighs> by a member of the same sex doesn't matter. They want you to be mad that he did a gay thing. Which should be clear, he did the gay gay thing by making marriage equality legal. But there is no evidence that he's gay or bi or pan or whatever. Pan. I would love to see Barack Obama be pan. Well, they do say that Michelle Obama is actually Michael. I know. Obama, I'm so. surprised that shit didn't start. I probably did start again with this stuff. Barack Obama is not pansexual. He's tan sexual because it was tan suit. <laughs> Shut the fuck Which up. Which is like your favorite thing in the world, I feel. You, you reference that more than anyone I know. Because it's so I still don't get fucking it. ridiculous. I don't get it. It's so fucking ridiculous. That's when I knew he was gay. When he came out in that tan suit, I said, yep. Obviously, it's not true. But if it was true, who fucking cares? Same with Michelle Obama is actually trans. If she's trans, which she isn't, who fucking cares? I'm not entertaining this. <laughs> it's just this big gotcha. Of course. But the issue with that to me is the misogyny. Yeah, it's the misogyny and the transphobia and the racism that comes with all of that yeah. but of why they say it. But yes, agreed. And this whole thing is just because Tucker Carlson's silly little internet show on xtwitter.net, he's not a big figure like he was when he was on Fox News. He's just trying to get something sensational and crazy. So he dug this guy up that's been at this for years and years and years to try to make it a thing again. I think even conservatives were like, this is too much. Like, you already have lost all your credibility, but like having someone like that on your show, it's just like he's kind of just, you know, he's fully dove deep. Yeah, it's clearly a Jerry Springer moment for him. I hope Obama comes out, though, if he really is gay. He shouldn't have to be in the closet, you know? <laughs> I think we should have a uh, bisexual ex-president. Okay, well, in the spirit of Barack Obama coming out as our first gay president, I thought I would ask Andrew and myself, because um, Erica's not here, 
if this president, it's not really if this president was gay, it's not is this president gay or whatever, but it's just like, could this president be gay? And we're going to go through a few different presidents and talk about the cultural impact it would be if this person was gay and how different their legacy would possibly be. Okay. Ready? Yeah. Okay. First one is Abraham Lincoln. I think there's been rumors about Abraham Lincoln. There have. There have. And you know what? I don't care. Wasn't there a rumor that John Wilkes Booth was his lover at some point? Um, I think he was a top because he wore the top hat all the time. And that's what makes Abraham Lincoln gay. I think he'd be like a fun gay. Like, I'm down for that. I think I think we should we should deem him gay. Second, JFK. I think JFK was an equal opportunity offender. I know all of his public trysts were with women, famously Marilyn Monroe. Yeah. But I think because of his medical condition um, and the fact that he was was JFK's medical condition. It Addison's. Wait, really? How are you just learning this? I don't think. I, are you sure not JFK Jr.? <laughs> JFK is the one that took the shot to the head, right? <laughs> Which I'm going to say was not his first time. Oh, my God. I just Googled JFK gay and I get, despite his Catholic upbringing, Kennedy was inseparable from his friend Kirk Billings. <laughs> After the pair first met in prep school, the pair was inseparable with Mr. Billings helping run Kennedy's presidential campaign serving as Nusser at his wedding, and even getting his own bedroom in the White House. Though their relationship was considered platonic at the time, author Jerry Oppenheimer claims the pair had a quote-unquote friendship that included oral sex with Jack always on the receiving end. I mean, that's just classic, right? The really good platonic friends. That's actually all of Kirk's relationships, the <laughs> platonic friends. The ones no, that I was having sex with the him. ones that he dates. Go back on mute. <laughs> And he's like kind of, he's kind of hot. I don't know. He was, was JFK Jr. hotter? Let's look. JFK Jr. Maggie, what do you think? Come back off me. Okay. The next one I'm going to go with is Lyndon B. Johnson. I'm going to say he was gay because I would love to give a BJ to LBJ. (laughs) It's like a famous fact that he held meetings in the bathroom or he, he asked people to meet him in the White House bathroom so that he could be taking a piss while someone was trying to talk to him and they could see his apparently massive schlong and used it as an intimidation thing. Look it up. I will look it up. I Googled a Tim just now and gay and apparently um, his close first personal friend and chief of staff, Walter Jenkins was outed while he was in office um, and he had no comment about it. He said, I couldn't have been more shocked about Walter Jenkins. If I'd heard that lady bird, I tried to kill the Pope. So I think he was gay. I'm looking at pictures of him. He kind of reminds me of um, Frank Underwood. Like, that's kind of 100%. like the energy he's giving, 100%. which, I mean, based upon the actor that played him, whoop de doo. Yep. Um, okay, we have two more. Um, maybe Bill Clinton? I feel like Bill Clinton has dabbled in it all. And mostly because yeah, I, I also think too. Bill Clinton is a rapist pervert. <gasps> oh, I didn't say it, Bill. I went to a Bill Clinton speech, speech, a Bill Clinton like appearance once, like when Hillary was running in 2016 and I didn't get gay vibes. So I'm going to say he's not gay, but I think he's a sexual deviant. So all sexual deviants are gay is what I believe. (laughs) And all gay people are sexual deviants. Heard it here first. Um, All right. One more. I haven't thought of this. We're going to think of it. Do you have one, Andrew, maybe? What about Ronald Reagan? Yeah. Because one, when he was an actor in child-sacrificing liberal Hollywood, 
He starred in a movie called This is the Army, which was released in 1943. Obviously a propaganda piece. He appeared in drag in a musical number. And, you know, he's an actor. What do you think, Kirk? Um, Okay, so two things. I could go either way. He is gay because he should be gay, number one. The one side of it is the way that he handled the um, HIV crisis and how he did not help and how his wife did not help and made it worse. So that could have been a closeted situation of internal homophobia. But on the flip side, given his wife was a throat goat, why be gay when she could suck your dick all day long? Not the throat goat. She is. Or was. So, I don't know. I go back and forth with him. But he was probably gay. Do you think he was a top or a bottom? Um, I don't know. But I would say Franklin Delano Roosevelt was a bottom because that's how he ended up in that wheelchair. Jesus fuck. <laughs> FDR and Frank um Reagan are the same person to me, which makes no sense because they're not even from the same era, but I always think of them together. <laughs> they're kind of opposites. Yeah, I know. I completely it's actually okay. on a lot it's of okay. spectrums, but they're in my mind, <laughs> in my mind, they are the same. I will top off this conversation, um, like I do most things by topping off. Um, I just got a text while we were here in this conversation from a friend of mine who was DMing a um, a couple that we know who we can't stand who just got married this weekend, a gay couple. Um, and this is a reason as to why maybe Barack Obama shouldn't have legalized gay marriage because this is the conversation. The guy that I know asked this one of the one part of the couple asking how the wedding was, and he said it was the best slash most wild weekend of my life. LMAO. The night ended with me sucking some guy's dick. Then a threesome with him yesterday, and then another threesome with another person today. Me and my husband looked at each other, and we we said to each other, "Well, this is one way to celebrate getting married." I agree. <laughs> Gay marriage should be illegal. Like what? Mind you, this conversation started because the newlywed replied to an Instagram story of my friend's the heart face, like flirting three days after he just got married to somebody else. <laughs> Like, I'm all for open relationships, but can you, like, go on your fucking honeymoon first? <laughs> <laughs> Christ. We stand with all gays, except Franklin Delano Roosevelt, because he couldn't stand. <laughs> well, that was another episode of Hellscape Carousel without Erica. I'm Kirk. And I'm Andrew. So what was Obama like on crack? Thank you for listening to Hellscape Carousel. If you like what you heard... Leave a five-star review, subscribe, and follow us on social media. Stay tuned for more episodes. 